Thank you for listening to Recyclables. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the program, the best way to do that is to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, the next best way is to make a donation either through the Acast app or at our Patreon, which is just patreon forward slash recyclables.com. Until next time, thank you. I told the world face face people, I'm like, I just keep waiting to be able to use the calendar y'all gave me. The who people? The woke face people. Woke? Oh, that's the name of their... So that's the brand. And then uh, they have a shop called uh, Higher Self on Foster. Okay. 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 It's it's like where... That weird place where like Foster Foster and Colgate Colgate. meet and like you're almost to another street. You're almost at like 60th or something. Yeah. 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 Because Portland, Um, for for anyone who doesn't live in Portland, uh, we have like 87 intersections that are shaped like the letter Y. Or some Greek letter, you know, <laughs> or potentially a uh, ter- uh, 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 crap. What's, what is what is the name for the, the the script of the Chinese language? The the I have no idea. All right, cool. So I'll cut that part out. Uh, Hold on, I was gonna show you some of the horrific intersections. Uh, oh no, I've lived here long enough. I'm trying to no, think. no, I'm talking about Helena right now. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of some of the dumber ones here in Portland. So there's there's that one on Foster and and where Foster and Holgate hit each other. Uh, there's one where like Sandy and Burnside bleed into each other and then have cross streets. Oh that yeah, no, that is that awful. I fucking nightmare. hate that. Um, there's uh. I'm sure there's people yelling at the really anything in lads the entire lads neighborhood is is a nightmare uh, because there's like one ways and right hand turn onlys and like four there's ways. A lot, there's a lot of and, shit like that in Helena. Yeah, but at least and like that. Yeah. No, and then I was going to show you Missoula. And then we got we got the other thing on Powell where like there's there's a way to. To get off of Powell and go into Holgate Look at again. that section. Yeah, no, that's a nightmare. That's that's just a- imagine going from Great Falls, which remember no. that was literally all grid, to that. That part of Holgate that uh, uh, connects to Cripes. Uh, I'm not sure the name of that street, but like there's that whole there's that whole area where like the end of the the 14 bus line where it connects to like where those food carts are, but it's like right near where uh, fun house is. Mm-hmm. Like that whole area does not make sense because there's oh also God, a train so track stressful. and a max train that go through there. Uh, and those are just the areas on my side of town. I don't like oh, the, the, the bougie side of town. The has, other side of town. Trying to get onto 405 from uh, Powell, you know, and you do that weird squiggly thing under OHSU. Yeah. And then you have to use the left rain lane to turn right yeah. No. Yeah, no, it's a nightmare. Uh, speaking of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, speaking of nightmares and much more uh, serious nightmares. Uh, Rochelle Cody, what are we talking about today? I was so stressed I said it normal. I didn't say it. Rochelle Cote. Um, I mean, I just want to talk about Zionism, but in reality, we're talking about um, the most recent installment of Israeli aggression against the Palestinian people in Gaza. Or, and I, I was, when I was listening to TikToks and people who speak languages in those areas, they were pronouncing more like Gaza. 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 
I could be wrong though, let's but I think, think I think we're. Our, well, I'm just saying. I think we're using a very like American or European Europeanized uh, version of the pronunciation of that region. So we're doing our best. We don't want to sound like total yeah, assholes. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to be those people on that episode of Reservation Dogs. Now that I get that reference. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Great I guess show. I guess we can't be. Since Speaking we're, of another uh, colonial act against an indigenous people, um, I think one of the things that's the most important about this episode is that what's happening to the Palestinian people right now is echoing and reverberating so much of what has been happening forever and is happening all around us. And let us let us do the immediate. Uh, oh, Patrick uh, Thomas Perkins. Oh, thank you for that. But I was I'm just, Rochelle Cody. This is recyclables. This is like a news dump. Yeah, it's a news dump. Uh, and boy, is it a doozy of a newsy dumpsy. Two two and a half disclaimers. We are twenty one days into into IDF. the into I, the most recent conflict. So anything could change between now and probably Monday or Tuesday when this drops. Maybe Wednesday if I get my shit if I, my shit's extra not together. You know? I will say the most marked thing that has happened today in Palestine is that their internet access has been co- like in Gaza. Is that their internet has been completely cut? So then, I don't know if we're going to be seeing the information that I was seeing on TikTok moving forward. Uh, and we want to give the immediate disclaimer that uh, Hamas and the Palestinian people are uh, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Just like uh, the state of Israel is not the, is not all Israel Israeli people, and that not all is, the Israeli people are not all Jewish people. Um, like the 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 Israeli government is a separate like a people aren't its policy you yeah know I mean? like like and a country our, our a po- country po- is po- not politic politicy I don't remember the phrase yeah but and uh, a a group of people in a religion are not a representation of the entire religion yeah. and I'm gonna say off the bat I don't like any religions because they all make me crabby now um, well I don't. I definitely don't like religious leaders. That's a, that's an episode. Yeah, we can I do. think that's especially the part of it is I don't like the leadership because therein lies the yeah. the rub. Like we can, I, I feel like our our listeners and or ourselves can have the nuance enough to understand that like you can be against a a set of actions and also a, a an entirely different set of actions. You know what I mean? Like you can say it's wrong to kidnap and fucking uh, uh, everything that's gone on. In, in like those aren't sorry because you had your glasses off I was like why are you so shocked at what I'm saying no <laughs> it's just my eyes are yeah. twice as big without my glasses on and so my That's I was the like, secret captain my eyes are always surprised well I was like I was like oh man I'm really pissing Rochelle no off no 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 I, I was just listening and also like since I cannot see you, I'm opening my eyes as wide as I can because that's as the way I can get information. It was just me being a jackass. Anyway, it's okay. I, uh, uh, but yes, like we, the we, actions of Hamas are also violent and dangerous. Um, but that again, there's so this is so much more than that. Than, than it, that is, yeah. it is just as complicated and as simple as you would like to make it. It really goes comes down to talking about the facts. Uh, now let's talk about oh before the, I before. Or actually, here, here, here. I just want to write down. Really, listen, folks. We're actually trying to take this serious. We have an outline. Yeah, uh, we actually and this have is, an outline. This is actually the the second thing uh, I was going to add. That's kind of a new addendum, which is like if if you're uh, we're going to work on having a way to give us feedback on these uh, specifically, and like if we get information inaccurate. And if you, we give you a survey, you should at least fill it out, okay? <laughs> that and if more we so, took the time to make a survey to get feedback. 
No, no, I mean... Just give us feedback. We have... I've had people who aren't patrons and who are listeners be like, oh, hey, this thing, you guys were right about everything, but, like, this thing was wrong about that thing. What were we wrong about? I don't know. Why aren't you telling me these things? Because I didn't... If you're not, if you're not telling me directly, apparently yeah. I'm not going to hear about it. That was going to be the thing. we got to figure out a, a, a way to actually archive this to do it more accurately, because, like, we have enough episodes at this point. Even when we take extended breaks, we have enough episodes that, like, we have shit where it's like, no, we should definitely do a corrections episode and yeah. we're gonna uh uh we're gonna but yeah if i've made a mistake someone so, needs to tell me to my face because apparently yeah. which is which is mainly to say we are not we are not experts on this information but that is also the premise of the podcast that we're not experts yeah. we're just trying to disseminate the information and and talk about it and if you know more uh feel free to tell your friends and family and whatnot like like these kind of things are the thing kind of thing where it's like you can't disengage from it uh specifically because the targets that they are going to engage with it are Fox News. See, well, professional, professional. See what I did there? But I, yeah, so Pat Pat did the thing that I refused to do, which is watch Fox News. Uh, and so, we, well, we, you watched just the first day well, of the, Fox News coverage? Yeah, the initial plan was I was going to watch like the last couple of weeks. And, and no and, one should have to do that. Well, mainly it's the fact that like Fox puts out about like, we did the math like 30 to 40 videos a day, right? And most of them say the same damn thing, I'm assuming. Most of them say, yeah, the same damn thing. Uh, I know I repeat myself a lot. Fox News repeats itself with talking points. So, like, like they actually have written down the thing they mean to repeat. They're not mm-hmm. just stoned and trying to get it out right. There, so there's that part. Also, like, um, uh, besides repeating itself, a lot of it will be kind of a misleading thing. We're, like, several... They're part of the story, yeah, but not all I'll, of it. I'll link in the video, but, like, their first... Their kind of first video about, like, Israel declares war, blah, blah, blah. It's the first minute and a half of a seven-minute video, and the other seven-minute video was to talk to a general, a Republican general, about stuff going on in the Senate, which is, like, definitely a conversation we should be having and stuff, but we just decided uh, what spoons we have and what thing we decided was overall more important was this thing. Like, we had a conversation repeatedly where we were like, what things do we want to do? And we both kind of agreed ultimately. I mean, I kind of talked you into it, but, like... He punched me in the face repeatedly... Well, no, we were going to cover a lot, and then I was like, we should cover less, and then I kind of left it up to you to decide, like, what are the big things that we should cover going on? Because there's the yeah. shit with Trump, there's the shit yeah, with no. uh, uh, Congress. Palestine kind of eclipsed it, though, and, as we were thinking about it, because it, yeah, obviously it's been such a long time since we've done a news dump, uh, but this this one really does deserve to take the time, because I'm getting very shocked by uh, the lack of nuance coming out uh, and I'm especially getting frustrated with how short-sighted people are about history. And I understand because our history system, our history education system in the United States is so fucking atrocious. But like a lot of the reason this really came to the forefront for me is that I was watching TikTok and just getting bombarded, not only with some information I already knew, but filling in an insane amount of gaps that I had in what I knew about the Palestine-Israeli conflict. Uh, being shocked at some of the conditions and just like the fact that this has been going on for for at least a century, yeah, at like, least like, a century, like because if not it, it, it pre, if I understand correctly, like it pre- actually predates World War Two. Yeah, it was it, it was settling uh, settling it was started in the late nineteenth century. Okay, but we're but, but, let's but we're, back we're out. Getting, we're getting back out. But yeah, that, but the reason not. I wanted us to talk about this though is that I was seeing it just all over my TikTok, and I felt like 
if it's something that is initially bypassing all the sensors and it's obviously something that is undeniable and that we should talk about. And I've seen a lot of very fascinating ways this connects to a lot of the stuff that we are frustrated and overwhelmed about in and so like times. like okay so i watched the first first day first, first couple i tried to watch the first week and there was just too many like, and too much repetition too much repetition and like data was information wasn't really clear they were doing news cycle stuff where they yeah, were like see, we just was... need to we have a cryon mm-hmm. uh, or is that is it Chiron? Chiron. We have a Chiron that will go across the bottom, war in Israel and Palestine, and then we'll talk about it for like a minute or two at the top of the story. And then, and then we move don't on have, other stuff. Yeah. And then and we'll bring it up again, and then... And we'll use on. this to hook you um, into our other shit, which... And I think it's important to note that, like, the 24-hour news cycle was built... To do exactly the, that. Well, yeah, but it was built off of, like, I think 9-11 was the first thing to really, like, solidify oh, oh, and the, cement it. it. Definitely, but, like, the, the Oh, war, the O.J. Simpson. The O.J. Simpson trial, the war, the first war in... Gulf War? Yeah, the Gulf okay. War. Okay. Uh, that that like, was, like, on... That was everywhere. That was, as Bill Hicks like to, likes to mention, like, just showing off the weapons catalog. Like, yeah. that was... But, like, what I was thinking as you were saying that, talking about the repetition specifically, is, like, we keep on seeing proven time and time again that the 24-hour news cycle is not sustainable... And it, it, all it does is commodify something that should be a resource for us to make good decisions. It should be, it should be like how the Weather Channel was in like 1999, where like, uh, every, every three or four hours, some, somebody affable comes on and just says like, here's the big stories. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the time, it just kind of scrolls by. Yeah, and like I do understand that that d- doesn't help people who need audiovisual uh, 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 in- engagement to understand a story. So you come up with a solution for that. Like you put in my, my main thing. I think everybody should wear a mask. So you make them all wear Captain Kirk. Make them wear Spock masks. Spock. Uh, uh, Leonard McCoy's. Uh, he's dead now. So Why like, not data. Well, because then it's a bland white person. All right, we need we need something that's not blackface. Something that's not a bland white person. No, but there's a way to reward um, people's attention, Barney, uh, in a way people's- that isn't diluting the information being provided exactly and like um and i don't and i I genuinely don't think that 24-hour news makes sense unless you're actually going to cover everything that's going on and not just five stories and like to give you an idea of why like i kind of think it's unimportant and to highlight it is that like so the the u.s office of palestinian affairs so the office that the united states department like the united states has to deal with Palestine. Uh, put out a tweet that that roughly said um, uh, uh, they they condemned Hamas and they basically said we urge all sides to refrain from violence and retaliatory attacks, which is kind of like the most as as the you're the office of Palestinian affairs, so you gotta you gotta say a thing, yeah, right, and you can't be like you know. Uh, fucking come, come! I don't, I don't, I don't know what you expect. come at me, bro. Yeah, like you can't, you can't. Do, like that's not going to be your sentiment, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Fox spent like mo- a lot of these stories was lambasting this so that like Ted Cruz could talk about how shameful it is that people died and this is and now this is the time that people are saying you can't both sides the issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and so and that was a lot of it was a solid five or six of the stories that b- before I got to something that was useful, right? Uh, so like th- there is that thing, uh, and then 
what I did was kind of jump around between the videos and kind of see information that changed. A lot of information didn't change between what we knew three weeks ago. Yeah, 21 days is week three times. Yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff that we know between now and then as far as what they were showing didn't change. Uh, a lot of the story didn't change. Um my main thing was I loved how often my brain was like, oh, this is just classic industrial war complex bullshit where, like, there's a war, so we need to figure out how to get involved and make money. But, mm -hmm. like, the best way to do that is to say we support which side or another. Like, we saw the same thing uh, uh, with Ukraine and Russia, and, like, we, we see the same thing anytime there is any number of conflicts. But, like, it's just it's just funny sometimes when it's more naked than other times. Yeah, uh, uh, and the fact that it's like, does Israel really need more arms? Like, aren't they one of the other? Like, aren't they kind of spending wise? And like, anyway, anyway. So, so I don't know enough of that to to declare. I wonder how much of it is a guise to just further arm American allies. Yeah. Um, in Israel and other countries in the area, so that if there is another world war, we have an arms supply in that region that is reliable and accessible. I, I wouldn't be surprised because last night we started bombing in Syria to send a message to I, Iran or crap, I'm bad at my oh geography. My um, to send a, Oh yeah. Cause I wanted you to look into that too. <coughs> oh, oh damn it. I always get Iran and Iraq, uh, uh, geographic. Uh, so we, we bombed Syria last night, but the point, but the point of that, uh, uh mentioning that was it was me my, uh, the entire time i'm watching it i'm just thinking classic industrial more complex bullshit um the 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 number of things that kept uh being highlighted uh were that it was a surprise the initial attack was a surprise they had no idea it was going to happen so shocking so shocking uh, uh, and then it immediately is jumped to blaming Iran, which made me feel very much, it was very reminiscent of being a kid in 9-11 and how like this thing that happened from, from kind of, uh, Afghanistan region of the world is supposedly the fault of, uh, uh, fucking Saddam Hussein. And it's like, I know, I, I, I know you really hate Saddam Hussein, but it doesn't necessarily like A doesn't lead to B. Yeah. Uh, and so we, but, but very, very, very classic that, um, the other thing was that Israel obviously has to retaliate. This was like kind of the, the, the main things to hit was like that it was, it was a big surprise. It was a just, but yeah, the, and the initial that attack. It was a justified response. Uh, it was their 9-11. Uh, um, and that, uh, uh, it was obviously Israel's or, or Iran's. They kept saying Iran's fault because I, we gave money to Iran, right? I don't know. Okay. Well, they kept blaming Iran, which is, I don't know. But uh, that Israel uh, obviously has to retaliate. That was the other big thing. Um, and then um, more recently, as it has become, uh, the other big thing that, had, that did not change was uh, it's Biden's fault. It's Biden's fault for giving money to uh, uh, Iran. Uh, which immediately leads to funding terrorism. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're the one, they're the, they're, or maybe it's Iraq. I don't, I'm confused now. Uh, it's, Iran sounds right. Well, no, I wrote down Iran, but now I'm confused because Syria is next to Iraq. Because uh, I wrote down Iran, and now I'm like, maybe I wrote it down wrong. Yeah, they keep, they keep, yeah, Iran is fine. Okay, I just, I was just very confused because of the, the, but I can, okay, now I can see the ge geographic regions why you would bomb, I guess, Syria to make your point to Iraq. So, uh, 
the very scary ghost. Sorry, I just I needed to double check my notes that it's I was writing the right thing. Fine. So, uh, the the number one. So they blame Iraq. Uh, obviously, Israel has to retaliate. And the other thing is to blame Biden because he gave money uh, to Iran in a recent deal, and that money obviously went to terrorism. Even though it was all earmarked for schools, once you once you do that, then you free up money to go to terrorism. Yeah. Not you just put money into schools. Like that's obviously like obviously. Well, and I mean. Uh, when you look at the way conservatives do things, uh, they lie all the time about what money is for. So, of course, there's no way Iran would be doing that for them, because why would you? You'd yeah. want to use the money for the thing that they value, which is arms and weapons. Yeah. So, it's like, they can only assume that, because that would be the perspective they would have if they got that kind of money, it and, seems. And so, like, it's obviously Biden's fault for for doing it, because it's Iran's fault, right? Uh, and because Israel has to retaliate. And so, it's that classic thing of, like, they're also weak and strong in their position at all times. Oh, because yeah. also, when he does do something, it's not right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he, he said, within 45 minutes, we stand with uh, Israel, and it's out, like, or, or whatever the fuck he said. Uh, but 45 minutes wasn't quick enough for them, right? And he didn't, he didn't openly declare war against uh, whatever. So there's that. That that was that was the most overarching between the 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 then and now that hasn't changed. The biggest thing that has been added to the narrative is that it's Hamas's fault that people are stuck in Palestine. So like when people are trying to flee, it's not because there's been like a quarantined, almost like a concentrated zone that people have been An forced. An open air prison. Yeah, it's not. It's not like that's been. It's going not a concentration on. camp. No, it's not. It's not uh, uh, totally. Anyway, it's 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 Hamas that's attacking them. It's Hamas that's making the conditions unsafe. And it's it, yeah. not Israeli retaliation. And when people can't leave, it's not because they've been trapped there. It's because Hamas won't let people leave or or won't let uh uh they're, yeah. they're the ones blocking the road or or it's because of their attacks that like uh checkpoints have to exist kind of thing or, or checkpoints have to be a stringent kind of bullshit oh yeah uh, so any the other access i have to news about this is looking at reddit and reddit had a photo of just like a wall of semis full of rations and supplies and aid for Palestine. And they were claiming that Israel is holding up at the border. But you go to the comments, they're like, no, I bet you it's Hamas. They're the ones doing yeah. it. Uh, which is, again, like classic stuff that, like, if you if you were around for 9-11, uh, and I, I was, is very reminiscent of the way these conversations were being had, at least. I mean, I was young enough that it was over my head, but it's very similar conversations to how you know, uh, uh, because it wasn't on American soil and because we don't have like identities of the people who committed the atrocity. Like we don't have the identities of people like we did of the hijackers. Yeah. I think that makes things a little more complicated. And I mean, and also how Hamas's creation and how they're supported also makes yeah, this confusing and so as well. The, the, but the we can't talk to talk about that in the Fox News yeah, section. Yeah, and we're almost. I mean, I'm almost at the end of it. Which no, is like the other. The other thing is, it's very clear. Um, it, it allows them to kind of, kind of. The the beauty. The more I watch Fox News, like the more I do it for this section, the more it's funny that like they really do exist on a cycle. So their talking points are like, all right. So we need to talk about the election and our opinion on it, and we need to talk about our uh, opinion on Biden and we need to talk about our opinion on X, Y, or Z. 
And this, in a lot of ways, allows them to reiterate other opinions they have and, and kind of tie their overarching worldview, uh, overarching worldview together, overarching, overarching, whatever, their worldview together, uh, in, in the fashion that, like, so there was a protest at George Washington University, uh, with light graffiti where people basically were like, glory to our martyrs. Uh, but they were speaking specifically of the martyrs in context of people who are dying, uh, who had no relation to this. So it became like a weird, a weird conversational, uh, uh, semantics argument, but it allows them to have a conversation where protests are bad, right? And then because a lot of what Israel is seen as doing to Palestine is police action, policing is still good, right? And the reason protests over here get out of hand is we don't spend enough money on policing. And like you, you, you get a tie in like pro war sentiments to this because, you know, our soldiers are over there. Blah, blah, blah. And so like the other thing is, uh, we've talked before about the, the notion of history ending now, right? Like his, today being kind of the end of history and, and the idea that like you don't want to think about what the future represents when you do that. And also you don't want to examine too far back in history more than the parts that you like. And so a lot of this conversation is about, um, the bad things that have happened to Israel, perhaps, uh, or attacks that have happened to Israel in, X amount of time, like when there was the, the missile barrage a few years back, or the fact that there is, uh, uh, the fourth war Israel had with, uh, kind of the rest of, of the, the, uh, Middle East, uh, uh, and that's oversimplifying it, but was known as, they call it the Yom Kippur War because it happened about the same time where, uh, it's, it's a religious holiday going on right now. Uh, and so, strategically attacking during a religious holiday uh, is meant to cause more more yeah it's also like oftentimes you know people are out for the holidays and so like you you you're 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 you're, you're a little more vulnerable and so uh uh it is i'm, I'm not saying that to say that it is acceptable i'm just saying like, like that's uh, no you uh, uh pat is co-signing this yeah so right now, i co-signed but but specifically uh like my parents screwing over their financial future co-signed on the islands yeah and the the this previous Yom Kippur war that happened this this fourth war in the order that was was one of the ones where they functionally won a got it did a bunch of stuff but the importance of it is is they were one of the it was one of the times they were attacked before a number of times they've been an aggressor in these wars or in actions or or they've they've done a passive aggressor <laughs> aggressor I don't know why I need to phrase it funny go ahead uh, I was looking up. Nakba, because I'm surprised you didn't find it in your. It probably did. I just was. You don't know I, was I was just inundated with so Fox that's stuff. Um, in 1948, 1949, that was when there was the actual like physical expulsion of like 700,000 Palestinians. Um, yeah, because they're not going to talk about that on well, no, no. Uh, on the on Fox. So, no, like, I know, uh, but I'm talking about your history thing. I oh, thought we were oh, on barely. history. Oh, we're I, not on history yet. I, I was just I was just commenting that, that it lets them. That's as far back as they'll look. In oh, okay, okay. The thing is, because they're all fashy, right? They're only going to look back to the history that matters to them. Yeah, and the well, history that matters to them is yeah. the time they were attacked, which is when the Yom Kippur War, war was, right? Yeah. Uh, which is way after uh, the the Nakba. 
begins, if I'm understanding timelines correctly. Oh, okay. So uh, this was kind of a built-up response to what had been going on. Yeah. Uh, well, I hate when someone will just, like, say a historical event to, like... Yeah, 73. Convince... This isn't 73. Yeah, but, like, people will say, like, a historical event to, like, convince people they know something when they just, like, say the name of something that happened, like, a fact about it. And that sounds like a lot of what how Fox News is talking yeah, about Yeah, that's, that's kind of the point Where they're like, to well, I, if I throw around the word Yom, Yom Kippur War and do that, then I sound a little more legitimate than... And it's also one of the times but that they also, were... But also, you don't have to actually know what the Yom Kippur War is about. You just can be like, oh, well, they know their shit. And and it's one of the few times that, like, they're the ones that were attacked and then came out on top. So it's like, we're, it's, it's a weird nationalism thing, too. Mm -hmm. To give you an idea, Israel maybe had 2,800 casualties, maybe. Egypt had at least 5,000 dead. So like it, it's one of those wars, and it's it's another thing where it, the the final point to make from the Fox News is the amount of times that they're going to draw parallels to the United States because one of the deals but is but not in a way that is honest, yeah, the, or at least not in a way that like is unflattering. Because the unflattering parallel is that it is a colonizer power that was supporting another colonizer power. Because they are they are specifically a, a settler colonizer, mm -hmm. which is they have created a colony there to settle in and take over, <sighs> and they're doing the same kind of genocide that uh, white people, that Americans, the United States, try to do to Native Americans. If we want to get less less broad in language and more specific, yeah. that the United States tried to do to a number of indigenous people. Uh, Israel is trying to do to Palestine, and they're doing so with like the open air camp. That, in case we haven't made that opinion clear, I wanted yeah. to state that like I'm I'm just expressing a lot of I, I was previously mixing worry, my Pat. views with Fox's. Don't and worry. Neither of us is is experts on the history of this. I don't think in that no. like we both know it started like way before the Second World War. Yeah. Um, it is all about uh, Zionism, which you'll go into way Yeah, Zionism's more. in a bit. Um, it is, we're both aware <laughs> that it's a settler colonizer and that it took at least five plus wars to get to this point. And yeah. that a lot of the reason there's been a instability in neighboring countries is because the U.S. gets to fly to Israel and deploy from there to other regions. Mm -hmm. So it's this weird thing of no matter where you are on the conservative spectrum, you're happy with their being, with the existence of Israel and the way they function. Yeah. Right? And so it's 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 real tricky there because that means what you're not talking about when you talk about the, the things that are flatteringly, yeah. so to speak, reflective of America, is the things that are unflatteringly, i.e. colonization, uh, yes. that sort of shit. Um, at least I just want to say up top, Zionism is the concept that uh, <clears throat> the land that Israel is in belongs to the Jews because the Jews were... The Jewish uh -huh. people. Let's, the Jewish let's, people. My apologies. My yeah, apologies. Yeah. Belongs to the Jewish people. I think I did that a bunch too before this. No, I know. Um, uh, but the Jewish people, that that area belongs to them because of the post-World War II, the traumas of the Holocaust, but like just they deserve to have their homeland and they want to go home. That's the narrative. That's that the I was narrative. Then that, that's what I learned. And so that is that is Zionism on the surface level. And so that is why or at least that is the the discussion had about why Jewish people from Europe, predominantly Europe and probably America, started uh, settling in 
that area and displacing the Palestinian, beginning the displacement of the Palestinian people. Which makes me sad that nationalism, i.e. the Nazi thing, isn't the reason for nationalism, i.e. Israel. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it is and it isn't. It's, it's at least like it was... It was like the, the tempering that made it probably even sharper and more yeah, directed yeah. because the Nakba obviously happened post-World War II. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, 19th century is when we start to see Jewish folks starting to move to Israel or yeah. the area that we now call Israel. And a lot of that is also the, the anti-Semitism of that time is, is yes, kind it's, of... It's not, not, just, not just that time, but other other times. Like, part of the issue with the Crusades is that, like, there is some some ancestral claim to Jerusalem, you know, by the Jewish people. And that that's also part of why the Christendom knights are showing up. It's all, I mean, that whole era is old. Oh, no, I mean, like... But, like, like it's, it's, there, there's, there's this city that a bunch of religions are like, this is pretty important. So it's going to lead to fighting. But then those religions eventually are, are in some fashion, like the organs or the, the backbone or whatever of empires that come in the future. And so their interests are there as well. But then like those religions never go away. Yeah. So, so it's, it becomes like this double, a double edged sword or whatever of like, mm -hmm. not only is it important because we have interest in the Middle East as far as oil goes, as far as like military interests, like, like we're like, oh, if we have people there. We're getting too much into Zionism right now. Though, anyway, cause anyway. I don't, cause I wanna, yeah. I wanna talk about it because I think I'm the most frustrated about it right now. No, no, you're fine. I just wanted to explain the. the don't step on my shit. Yeah, yeah. But you have more the the wars that happened, like the official wars. We, I'm assuming more, more just that they occurred and that. Okay, they, so I, how many there were? There were four or five now. God damn it! And what, uh, what are our timelines we're looking at? One second. And like calling these wars is probably not necessarily the most accurate. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No. 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 The fourth. The fourth one was the last one. I mean, as far as far as kind of. Um, until whatever whatever this is going to be called, right? When is the first one? Uh, like 1956. So 1956, and what was that one called? Well, there's like a civil war in 47. We pick one, uh, we being white people, pick a side or the other. So in like, yeah, so in like 48, uh, Israel kind of declares itself and says, there's, there's, yeah, gr gr gross oversimplification is that there's there's a civil war in Palestine, basically kind of between, I think, pro... There's a civil war that is more complicated than I, I know, can can explain. So, so the British were in charge of the territory. There's a civil war uh, between uh, uh, Jewish Palestinians and, uh, 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 it says, Palestine Arabs. Uh, oh, yeah. And um, so, so like, I think natural-born Palestinians, I'm, I'm guessing, if I'm understanding correctly. There's a civil war between, like, the, the people that moved in and the people that were already there. Yeah. But who were, both who were under control of the British Empire. And they both, and it sounds like with some Britain, of these Jewish folks, they had been there for a while. And, like, there are Palestinian Jewish folks of Arab descent. Yeah. So that's why, that's why so I... So there's, like, this weird overlap that happens, too, but... Once the state of Israel really started to beef up, those Palestine, uh, the like the Israeli Arab folks 
So basically, yeah. Just started being like, nah, fuck you. Basically, once. From my understanding. And maybe not all of them. Like, I I know we're generalizing here. Yeah, we're we're But it seems like on an official political level and the way things have shaken out. In the broadest of strokes, yeah. Yes. Britain fucks off and then gives authorization to the kind of post-colonizer Jewish-born people, like Jewish peoples, uh, kind of their side of the fight as opposed to a more for lack of a better word, indigenous people, but that's not even accurate because like there's a lot of movement in that area. Yeah. So so but but more or less Britain fucks off but backs one side still. And that's what leads to all of these conflicts. And basically that one side is like, no, we're a place now. Right? Uh or we're 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 a country now uh on this side of this line. Uh and it gets more complicated from there and escalates from there because uh, it's also a proxy war for the Cold War because uh, uh, the 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 fucking uh, Soviet Union is supporting one group of people and we're supporting another group of people. Oh, and so then, they were supporting Palestine? Uh, I don't think that they were supporting Palestine. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where it's like they're supporting a group that's supporting Palestine and oh, they're supporting okay. like so. I that I'm I'm again very broad stroke. I just want to and I just wanted to be clear because like I I watched enough videos on TikTok specifically about the Nakba. I, I watched enough to know that this Yom Kippur war wasn't the only war. It's just the only one. It was the it's one, only one they want to talk about. It, yeah, because the one that they won big time. It was the one that basically got them the recognition that they've been trying yeah. for and it was also one of the ones that was like they were attacked so like they were retaliating they were fighting in, in, mm-hmm. in sort of quote unquote self-defense and when was this one that one was in 73 okay There's- but yeah and so like the lead like obviously this stuff was happening before 1948 but like with the, like uh the uk leaving and with as them uh, announcing this Israeli state, that is when Nakba occurred, yeah. which was forcing hundreds of thousands of Palestinians out of their homes, um, taking their crops, like taking their farmland, um, killing people, obviously, just doing a, a genocide um, and expelling them from the lands. And so obviously that would make sense that that would lead to an attack that would cause a conflict that Israel would respond to. And so the the end result is that now, like Palestine is is roughly to to yada yada a lot of history as the parlance. Well, even though fuck uh, Seinfeld, that has escalated to the point where Palestine is essentially this kind of open air prison. Yeah. So also the, there's Gaza, the Gaza Strip, the Gaza Strip, which yeah, yeah. that is that open Sorry. air spot. No, it's okay. So and that's on the actual like coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. Um, and then the um, the West Bank is just like. If you look at a map, it just looks like a dot. You know that that meme from Parks and Rec where she's talking about all of the things where like a massacre of the Native Americans happened, and yeah. the red, the, it's like red with a bunch of white. She's like, the red is where the massacres happen. Um, the red in this is Israel now, and the white is all of what's left of Palestinian settlements. Yeah, in those areas. Yeah, sorry, I, I just I will no, occasionally, okay. I no, occasionally, I will occasionally say Palestine when I mean Gaza. That's all. So I'm when just, I'm reversing it, so yeah, if you're yeah. looking, this is yeah. And then I, that I, no, I'll, just, I'll just say the wrong word because the Palestinian yeah. people are there. So I'm like, oh, right. that's that's what it is. No, yeah, it's uh, okay. Uh, but the, so so Gaza <laughs> exists as this essentially open air prison, and that's been for, for at least like the last ten years, if not longer. Yeah, and it's where anyone who I mean, it's also if you're Palestinian, there's checkpoints at each and every place yeah. you're going. 
you you are not allowed to move in and out of that place or even within that place without Israeli consent. And uh, uh, but Israeli people are allowed to move freely in and yeah. out. Yeah, and uh, that also means goods and services as well. Yeah. If you if they need hospital supplies, they need to rely on the Israeli government saying yes, we'll allow this through. And to backtrack. Oh, by the way, when you ship at the UPS store, we can't select Palestine or Gaza. It has to say Israel because it legally doesn't exist in an official capacity yeah. uh, outside of being part of Israel. I, I I think for Americans and especially if you live in like the Midwest and stuff. These are reservations, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's and that's that's the thing we kind of somehow much more current, like recent, and in some ways a lot more blatantly violent. Well, the, and the United States, uh, as a backer of Israel for as long as we've been, is essentially like they're they're copying out of our playbook. The the thing about the exactly, United States they're learning. is we we took a long time to do a thing that other people have like not a particularly long time, but we perf- air quotes perfected. The formula and that we just threw enough money and people at the problem to make them air quote disappear. They haven't disappeared. They haven't gone away much like people of Palestine haven't. But yeah. the point is that like th- they, they are copying our playbook with Native Americans yeah. in this way, much the same way the people in South Africa were trying to copy our playbook when they were doing South, uh, South yeah. Africa, much the same way. Uh, a little guy you may heard of, uh, uh, an Adolf. Uh, Hitler, way, Hitler no, was a big Hitler fan of us. Our, no, I know, our I know. Big, yeah. no, what I was going to say though, in other places you can think about, um, or at least so, I, I saw someone make the point today. Yeah, Canada. Also, the way we tr- the way white and black people are in America mm. um, is there's a lot of overlap there as well. I did see some discussion about the country of Nigeria, which was created as a settler colonial oh, or yeah. like a settler space for African Caribbean uh, folks. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of examples, modern day and historical, of what we're yeah. seeing in Palestine. It's just one of the more naked ones because it is, I, I think because... Well, it, it's so naked, yet there's still so many people who have no fucking clue. Well, because Sorry. I, well no, I, I was one of those people for the longest time, and, like, I still am pretty ignorant about a lot of shit around it historically, but just understand the concept of, like, oh, you're doing, you're doing a thing. You're doing a thing that's so fuckity, right? Mm-hmm. But I understand why a lot of people's ignorance because you and I have talked about this for a while. The U.S. Like we had this conversation the other day. I mean, the U.S. is kind of stuck in in the mindset of World War II because that was one of the last times we were like the good guy. And like I'm just as guilty of that. And then it's like, oh well, if it's happening to Jewish people, it must be about anti-Semitism, yeah. right? And so like, and so that's and a this thing, is going to lead into yeah, and that's and that is a uh, the kind of ty- kind of to backtrack but not to backtrack that is one of the things that like fox definitely portrays it as is if you're against israel you're You're anti-semite and like that is why at the top of the show we wanted to clarify that like again the people of israel and the government of israel and the jewish people and the united states policy are all separate things yes they're absolutely but in this area they happen to venn diagram in In really fucking ways the language can be a bit muddled yeah exactly so this is where i I do want to start talking about zionism because so zionism it was born out of a lot of the anti-semitism that was being experienced in europe and america and around the world so an important thing to know about Zionism is that it is actually much more popular among Christian nationalists and evangelical Christians. Why is that, Rochelle? Uh, because... Hi, my name's Strawman. <laughs> 
because um, it is very important for the second coming of Jesus Christ for there to be a war in Israel and for Jews to the Jewish people to be I think, again I think, in power. I think at that time it's a direct quote, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the Jewish people, once they take over in Israel again, Jesus can come again. So for Christian nationalists and evangelical Christians, they have to support Israel and they have to stand by Israel because that is where they think they are going to get their salvation and their life in heaven. Also, white nationalists super like it because it's a way for America to enact violence among not yeah. only Jewish people, but brown people, all and, that. And and they love other people having their own nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and white nationalists, they don't want Jewish people where they are, so they figure, put them there, put them there, put them there. So these are a larger portion of who you know are Zionists. Now, there are Jewish Zionists, um, but you will if you do just a cursory Google, look around, there are insane amounts of Jewish folks who will say they are absolutely against Zionism and that what has happened to the Jewish community, especially Holocaust, other pogroms in Europe and other places, they would say that Zionism is the exact wrong response to what has happened to them. Um, so separating Zionism specifically from Jewish folks is very important. Not to say that there aren't Jewish Zionists but to say that it is the majority is a huge misrepresentation. The amount of people who are a part of Zionist organizations insanely eclipse the amount of Jewish folks that are on the planet. So I say all this to say that a huge part of the reason what we're seeing happening in Israel now and for and in the Israeli-Palestinian area here and in the past is because of Zionism and this idea that... Um, Jewish folk deserve this place and we need to put them there because we don't want them around. And then we need them there so that God will come and then they'll be gone. It's it's Manifest Destiny 2.0. Yes, yes. It's, or and, it's like reverse Manifest Destiny because it's going the opposite direction. And the the other end of it is that it's 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 insidious in that uh, a friend of mine who works with like, like uh, uh, worked with for a while, like homeless kids, was talking about how a number of times if you are living on the streets and you're of Jewish descent, like there will be pitches for you to go over to Israel to live. And it, and like, even if you're somebody who's like, well, that's real fuckity, like, I don't want to do that. It's still hard not to get that pitch and not be like, thing that would make my life easier. Yeah. And so, like, it becomes a thing like that exponentially works its way up. Oh, yeah. the, the, and the way like class works, you feel more justified in these claims a lot of times. And so you get to be middle class and thinking of this as like a homeland or whatever. Right. It becomes a homeland, even if it's not a homeland, because you have so many people telling you it's this. Like, it's, yes. it's, it's the power of illusion. Like, magic is real sometimes because you just try to talk things into existence to an extent. It's, you know, that place in, uh, the Matrix where they're supposed to go? I think both, because I mean, uh, they kind of both have the same overlap, right? Yeah. But at least, you know, that, like, even of a place, it doesn't exist in the real world in yeah. the same way, or at least not in the way that it gets told in things like Zionism. Um, so I wanted to talk a bit about what I've been seeing on TikTok. One thing I saw that was really fucking awful, and I mean not shocking at all, is <clears throat> a woman was reading an excerpt of a speech, or at least like a letter or something that fucking Winston Churchill wrote. I don't know. He said so much shit, it doesn't fucking matter. But basically he was talking about how, like, the Palestinians were the dogs left in the manger. 
Oh, by that was a、uh, uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah, 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 that's what I was saying. Oh, I didn't understand. No, I、word. said Winston Churchill.、Oh, okay, yeah.、Sorry. So Winston Churchill said that.、Uh, I, I thought you wanna... said a TikTok user specifically. I no, was like, I was saying I saw, but I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha.、Uh, like I saw the clip, and I was like, "Dang, okay, that's a really helpful piece of history."、Um, another thing that I thought was really interesting, well, because uh, uh, to give context more more about white supremacy's context than about the Israeli uh, uh, Palestine conflict, is that like there are th- classically there have been tiers to white supremacy. And things that are closer to white, and things that are further away from white. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, we tend to know a black and white version of white supremacy, but it was much more that like people of Jewish descent, people of Scottish Irish descent, people of Italian descent were a little bit closer to the United States and the Anglo-Saxon、mm-hmm. concept of whiteness, which meant like they got certain privileges or closer to white white privileges. Exactly. And occasionally <laughs> could be denied because they weren't white, right? So you get a. <coughs> sorry. No, but it was just it's it's that's part of why Churchill is definitely going to say shit like that because in the hierarchy yeah, of white, yeah, Jew- Jewish folks are better than Arab folks in、uh, Winston Churchill's eyes because he also said like the 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 brutish animal black people of、um, Australia, the indigenous folks of.、Uh, I'm surprised you didn't call them、States. the Moors or something. Right. I, honestly, I I know the words are awful, so I'm really trying to avoid using、no. the descriptors、uh, he had for these that, people. Is that correct? Right, right, yeah. Move, move on past it. But、right. um, so that was something that really stuck with me. Um, another thing was I saw a, a person of the Romani people talk about the fact that a lot of folks have always argued that maybe the Romani people just need to have their own homeland and go back to their homeland. You know. Because I think they're folks from like India who came to yeah, it's pretty complicated. Take, but like through Europe to Europe,、um, and they said that the most pushes for that have been immediately like extricated and like just expelled from their groups because they're like they they understand what it is and why it's bad, and then they just want those people to leave. And you had to explain that to me because I was thinking it was them being anti-nationalism, and it is more that they're like don't have us all in one spot. That's how genocides happen. Well, that and I think so that and also just that like. They're never going to be able to go back to their homeland because it's not their homeland anymore. That was that was the thing you said. You、that、know, like, and、oh. like I think that is one thing. Like I'm not saying that Jewish folks don't deserve the right to be where the origin of their religion is or a big part of it. And to the part of my brain that is still a 13 year old that was like, "Were in that the same case with Native Americans? No, Native Americans were here about 100 years ago, 150 years ago. Like we." Like whereas when it comes to the history of the Romani people, it's、uh, I tried to not say the word and then said history. Yeah. Anyway,、uh, <laughs> but the history of the Romani people is that like that that's thousands of years ago. Exactly, that, that it's kinda, been such a long time. Whereas this and is, the, and indigenous people are still here and they're still on those places and we just took it all away and we won't let them back in. We won't let them back in.、Exactly. So I just wanted to clarify the difference、yes. before the thirteen-year-old in my head got too loud. But like so that I think that was important for me. To see some context as to what is problematic about preaching this idea of going back to the homeland and just just nationalism in general is un- I think is very uncomfortable.、Um, one TikToker I've actually been following for a long while. His name is James Ray.、Uh, it's at James Gets Political on TikTok on Twitter. It's Good Vibe Politic Politic. Spelled P O L I T I K. And Rochelle might even <coughs> send me links to these.、People. Yes, I will send you links. 
I will send you links. I actually sent you one that specifically talks about the Nakba from, like, PBS. Even before this most recent conflict with Palestine, there was a viral video on TikTok where a Jewish gal was getting ready, like, get ready with me, story time, because that's a thing. You, I'm assuming you know. You put on your makeup and you tell a story. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, get ready with me. Hashtag GRWM. Yeah, I'm 34 and I'm hip. I know what Gen Z sort of does. Hmm? Um, but, uh, she was talking about how she's just new to college. She's hanging out. They have a party at their dorm and like their dorms are like fucking apartments. So like there's a bunch of people in there they're having a good time. She finds out that her next door neighbor is Palestinian and she like loses her shit and was like, I, like, and then in the video is like next time I see him around. And then she gets out her fucking taser and tases at the camera as she's telling this story. And, uh, so I see this James Ray gentleman just being like, Hey, so this is really fucked up. And he basically goes through a pretty long historical discussion of what's going on with Palestinian people in Israel. And especially, I think he was the person who told, I saw the first description of what's happening in Gaza as like an open air prison, AKA concentration camp. And so I to already clarify the point from earlier where we, I, I was like, we are being murky here. The, the, the part where I'm mixing Fox with my own opinion. No, no, I know you're, I think most people are going to know you don't believe these yeah. things. Uh, but, uh, so I'd already like had a good impression of him. I think I, I didn't start following him, but I started liking his content and seeing it more. And then after the conflict kicked off, I was watching him pretty exclusively. And there's the other ones. It was harder for me to find after the fact, um, a lot of the specific creators I'm following and not just like resharing other folks' content. Cause a lot of that stuff's getting taken down. There's censorship yeah. happening, yeah. but I genuinely appreciate cause he gives a lot of context, a lot of history. He explains it very well. And he does these kind of videos where it's like, he's responding to the most fucking shitty ass comments someone's writing and then explaining because like, there's going to be people who own, don't understand why it's a shitty comment. And so yeah. he's doing basically a mock conversation to kind of get you to I understand like, this is why that person's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Or this is why this person is clearly misunderstood. Because there are like, unfortunately there are good faith assholes out there that are, are like, we can have that yeah. conversation. No, it actually early. saved several TikToks that I actually will probably send you the files of. So you can maybe yeah. upload them on the Patreon so folks can see them as well. Because one of the ones I saw that was really important is like, look at like a half circle. You've got, the people who give a shit about genocide or like don't want to be genocided, the people who are genociding and the people who are neutral in the middle. All you need is the people neutral in the middle yeah, but to I mean, keep committing the genocide. And so, I mean, that's the argument our black friends and family have been making. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Like the so intersectionality of the conversation around what's going yeah. on in Palestine right now is so it's like, it's like walking through syrup. It's so thick yeah. and interconnected. But um, I brought that up because, like, I do think that, like, if you see have someone around you who's saying something that isn't necessarily just ignorant, but is just, like, centrist in a not helpful way, just like, well, I heard this thing. I would say an example I had is that when I first brought this up with uh, a friend of mine, they were like, listen, I don't, it seems really complicated. I'm kind of Switzerland on this. And in my head, I'm just like, because I did really, I do really respect this person. I think they're pretty smart. So I didn't want to, like, lose my cool. But I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Um, I waited about a week and I know they listen to NPR. So I said, I was like, Hey, so what is NPR saying about what's going on right now? And that was a way for me to broach the subject in a safe way. Uh, so that hopefully, and like come to find out, she's like, Oh, well, they're being pretty neutral. And then we applaud them. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, talking about ethnic cleansing in the NPR voice is a little bit unsettling, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, so they're like they're being as neutral as possible, I guess, but that's, 
And I, I also, problem. I also think there's some amount of people that when they're like, it's complicated, they they don't want to be like, I condemn the action of terrorists. I don't think uh, uh, a genocide should happen. You know what I mean? And for some people, that's a complicated take for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how that's complicated. But uh, yeah, so um, I thought that was pretty important. Um, another thing that I saw that was really useful, if you do feel like you have the energy to reach out to your representatives. There's an app you can download called Five Calls, which will help you like know who you contact mm-hmm. about this. And I mean, there's scripts you can read to just leave a message with the Biden administration to be like, hey, this is fucked up. I'm a voter. I'm a Democrat, blah, 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 blah. And if, if that's something you want to do, I would say that's an, an important thing. Another thing, the reason, so under the desk news is a very famous TikToker. They're also on like Instagram, whatever. Um, they look like, they look like Rachel Maddow, more or less. Uh, she's a, I'm assuming she's yeah. a lesbian she looks gal. Like, yeah, she looks like Rachel Maddow if, if she did stand up. Yes, that's probably a good way to describe it. And I mean, she's really charming. She can be really funny. Uh, her videos can be really enjoyable. However, at the beginning of the conflict, she made a video basically saying, hey, if you see scary stuff on your TikTok, just close the app and take a break. And that sat very wrong with me. Because, yes, I do think there is a time to take self-care and not to expose yourself to too much news. There's a reason I think the 24-hour news cycle is bad. There's a reason I think TikTok is bad. And a lot of it's for that reason and that it is hard to sometimes set those boundaries. However, the boundaries shouldn't be don't look at any of it. Yeah. It should be educate yourself but take care of yourself in the process. Because ignoring that a fucking genocide and and or ethnic cleansing, there is debate about which term is more appropriate. I think both of them are applicable. But to look away when something like this is happening is really fucked up. And it's become more and more apparent that she is definitely in close workings with the Biden administration um, and the DNC, from my understanding. And I mean, cool, great. But, you know, it's a little bit not great. And honestly, I think I was, I felt like I was kind of bumping heads with you and Corey about this initially, because both of you were like, yeah, well, no, it makes sense to take those breaks. And I was like, I'm not saying you shouldn't take breaks, but to just blank face say, you see something scary, turn your phone off. No, That's fucking wild, especially from a fucking journalist, when there are people, when there are children getting bombed out. No, I don't. Sorry. No, you're, you're, you're allowed to, the, my, my pushback was exactly my pushback. It was just that like, no, you, didn't, you, you didn't have as much context, I think, as I had yeah, at yeah. that moment. Like, like, cause, cause saying that she said, just turn your phone off and take a break doesn't put into context the part where it's like, well, what is the other thing? She said other fuckity things in, in, and other things in this realm where she has said a sort of tune in, drop out. It's fine. The grownups are in office kind mm-hmm. of thing. And like, that's that's more problematic in context. I and do I think don't trust it's fine. Rachel Maddow anymore, so... Like, I do think it's fine to, in context, I've told plenty of people, fucking put down, close the app, close fucking Facebook, close YouTube, close TikTok, close it and go away from I it. I only have it on my iPad now, okay? Yeah, but my, my saying close it and go away from it isn't saying go away from the thing or never pick the thing back up or... Or the thing that I'm trying to steer away from, which is like, don't put the thing in other people's hands as much, right? Like, it's one thing to, I mean, I, I, I feel hypocritical when I say things like that, but it's because I don't want to admit all the things I can't pick up anymore as a cripple. But I'm definitely not what? saying to, I'm definitely not saying to utterly disengage. I'm saying. Oh no, she knew she fucked up because she deleted that video within like a half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. So like, 
she even understood that what she said was not what she should have said. But it really touched off in me the fact that I felt like I did really need to pay attention because I was seeing a lot of creators I respect being like, what the fuck? When yeah. I'd already been feeling kind of iffy about her being a little bootlickery about well, it, uh, the Democratic Party. But the last thing I wanted to say specifically about TikTok, and I think that this is something that we should talk about in all general social media, like, and I think it can tie back to events like the Arab Spring where like Twitter and live streaming was fucking huge yeah. to those protests. Fucking huge. Things that I had never seen in my life were just being completely documented and accessible. But of course, after a while, they realized, shut off the internet. Because what she is, what she is, so, sorry to backtrack, because what she is saying is, do, if it is scary, turn it off every time. And what I'm saying is, if it's scary and you know you can't handle it and it's just going to make it worse, don't engage with it till you can. And then maybe look up a news article about it instead if you don't want to yeah, see a yeah, video of yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not saying pretend I'm not it saying watch people get shot by the police, yeah. but at least know it fucking happens. Uh, but I 100% I agree with you that, that when you tell people not to engage like that, you're saying, like, because... The, 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 One it, of the big, a tenet of white supremacy is the right to comfort. The right to comfort. But then the other thing is, if I tell you to ignore the thing that is happening in Palestine and Israel, then it's okay when I tell you to ignore the thing that's happening down the street with the police and a random, yeah. the police, I don't know why I say it like that, with the police the and a, but with them and a random kid. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, be, it, it's the same spectrum for sure. What I am saying is, I can't stop a cop in the moment with a kid. Right. Yep. Like, so I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm not going to stand there and go, well, not my problem. And I don't need to think but about it. But you will anymore. witness it. I will. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, and, and that's, that's different than, you know what? This, I'm giving myself anxiety that I can't control and that I can't help and it's not serving anyone. That's different than, Hey, I need to imbibe information. I do need to be engaged with this. So like, turn off the app when you're, you're getting overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. Turn off the app because it's scary. Well, guess what? When the fuck are you going to get out of bed then? You know what yeah, I mean? like mm -hmm. you don't get to turn off life, like so, so, and and like you said, the the, the prioritization of comfort. But to me, the the turn off the app because it's scary is is innocuous because it is kind of that 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 soft language that tricks you into buying into the bigger bullshit. And like, yeah. like I can, I'm definitely on board with you on that part. It was just more the part <laughs> where it's like without context. If you just tell me a person on TikTok said, "Hey, if it's too much, disengage with it." I'm not going to think about it, but she, like you said, she's, she's done other things like this where it was like, ignore this thing, pay attention to this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm hanging out with these people. So they're She's fine. definitely towing a more liberal line than a left line. And I mean, I'm not saying that the left is always right, but typically the left is much more interested in what's actually happened versioning, ver happening versus what's going to make sure I keep a job. Yeah. But I was saying specifically drawing these comparisons to the Arab Spring, them losing this internet access. They're cutting off the access to internet in Palestine right now. Um, one thing that I saw um, from Crutches and Spice, who I bring up all the time and is one of my favorite content creators of all time. Um, they're, they're, I don't think anyone's perfect, but I think she's probably the closest. Um, <laughs> she's your Harriet Tubman. Yeah, she's a, she's kind of a modern day Harriet Tubman. Honestly, if you look at her through that lens, I think you. How many babies has she given heroin to? I don't know, but she is awesome. Do you do you like how my voice got incrementally higher the yeah. less I was excited to finish that? Sentence? Yeah, you're a bad person. But um, one thing that she pointed out is that not only should we be bearing witness, we should try to be saving these stories as much as possible because they are going to get erased. Like yeah. the more 
it, the more the IDF and Israel and America and the powers that be decide that having us hear what Palestinians have to say is a problem, the more this content is going to disappear. I have started to make an effort to physically save copies of certain videos onto my phone. Um, however, one thing that I will caution of is that obviously we don't know if all the information is accurate. Yeah, because that but is... But I mean, that's... First-hand, first-hand accounts are never always going to be accurate. So be mindful with how you are documenting. Be mindful with what you are documenting. Be mindful of who you are sharing that information with. Uh, Crutches and Spice specifically said that any of the... Because she's been... I think what she's doing is she's literally handwriting accounts after listening to videos mm-hmm. and writing descriptions of what she's seeing. Um, but she said that she is keeping that information herself, not publicly sharing it, and also finding people that she thinks are safe to share that with other Palestinian folks or Palestinian, yeah. uh, Palestine, Palestinian liberation-oriented folks who are going to use that information appropriately. But um, So, I mean, things you can do, I think, in response to what is going on is if you have money, donate. Um, PRCS, they're on Twitter. I think it's like just at PRCS. Let me double check, though. Now, Palestine RCS. It's a national humanitarian organization. It caters to health and welfare of the Palestinian people and others need. That is a place that I've been looking to for some information, but I think that would probably be a good place, jumping off point, if you want to be involved and probably find ways to donate. So if you do have money, do that. If not, at least bear witness. Um, Make sure to keep yourself educated and hold others around you accountable when they're saying things that either normalize what is happening or apologize for what is happening instead of yeah. saying it shouldn't be fucking happening. Don't find, don't, no one around you should be finding excuses as to why it's okay that this is happening or why it should be happening. And I would say taking well, care of yourself and trying to do things in your community to build because if it's happening here, there it could happen here. It's the thing of, like, whatever tactics are used overseas get used over here and vice versa. Oh, yeah, no. So, like, all of our policing technology is what's going to be going into how do you raid a cityscape with an army. 100% all of our our innovations as far as, like, SWAT technology is going to be what's really driving that. And also our SWAT innovations our next big innovations from it will totally come from how they use drones or mm-hmm. whatever bullshit they do over there. Um, one thing I was going to say too, um, because we were going to start talking about the current situation, you, you wanted to touch on the fact I'll, I'll pop in after, but you wanted to touch on the fact oh, that oh. like Israel is swearing up and down, up and down, left and right, back and front. Totally a surprise. Totally, totally a surprise. And like totally that was surprise, totally surprise. To, to circle ish. Uh, the hostages know it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, there's that. There's but so how did the hostage thing happen? Let let me. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to frame the thing here. I was saying. So I guess what happened is there's the series of attacks, right? And they have like the missile defense system, air dome thingy that keeps them safe on that ground attacks. Not so much. And I guess there's some tunneling going on. Okay. Uh, In that attack, people were taken as hostages of some kind. There were also like there was there there was a spectrum of things that happened. There were also like some amount of attack attacks and like violent like people's lives taken and like their families called and stuff but i don't know what is so because of the thing that we'll we'll talk about that in a second the part i wanted to highlight before i get that is is the part of like so we know it's israel talks about it being a surprise attack 
Fox talks about it being a surprise attack. Israel talks about it being a surprise attack so they can feel justified in the things that they're doing because they want to go back to this hum, this Yom Kippur war, which is like the time that they, they, they kind of had their, they were justified and mm-hmm. they won, right? The reason we do it is because we don't want to have a position, you know, we want to, we want to hedge our bets as much as possible, but also, when you're Fox News and you say that, the reason you're saying that, at least in my opinion, is you're saying, like, it was a surprise to us, too, to be like, oh, we're not spending enough on the military. Clearly, Biden's military is weak and uninformed, and we did the thing. We did the withdrawal. That Like, the withdrawal uh, from Afghanistan is 100% the reason this is happening in Hamas. Or in, uh, uh, like, that's, there, there was definitely that, that, that thing. Oh like, God. now that everyone knows America's weak over there. Uh, this is what oh they're going to do. Uh, so, so that is why when you're Fox News, you talk about it being a surprise attack. And then when you're Israel, you talk about it being a surprise attack so you can feel... More in, justified. Like, it's, 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 it's like very, the version of white woman tears. And, and very much, even if that's not what you're doing, that's what the end result of what you're ending up doing, if that makes sense. Oh, so yeah. like, like even if, even if let's presume an innocent world where it's just a bunch of Keystone cops bullshit and like somebody didn't pass a message to somebody kind of bullshit, that's still in part because people are like, well, like, if it happens, then we're fine. Like, this would just give us the excuse. Like, yeah, it, like, exactly. Or, or we have these people so fucked that, like, what does it matter if we do this? Like, we're, yeah. Uh, so, so. Um, and leading into the current situation, I will, I wanted to paint a few pictures of some of the things I saw on TikTok specifically about how Palestinians, uh, like, Israeli settlements look in Palestine. There are places where they have moved, uh, Palestinian folks out of the top floors of all the buildings in, like, a neighborhood. The Israeli folks move in above. They built metal grating between the two floors horizontally above the, like, road. And then these Israeli folks will throw all their garbage and all their hot water and sewage and crap just out onto the street. And it can land on Palestinian folks as they're walking around. Um, so that's one thing that I saw that was really fuckety. Another thing they saw since the war has uh, since the conflict has started was there was a very viral TikTok of a woman making gluten-free bagels for the IDF troops so that they could be well-fed during the conflict. And, like, there's no smoke. There's no bombs going off. It just looks like... It looks like Portland did during COVID when people just weren't downtown. Yeah. You know, just... And, and then for context, you look at Palestine, it's just... And the, the Gaza, it's fucking rubble. There's smoke. People are covered in dirt. Kids are like crying and in shock. Uh, there was a video of um, an Al Jazeera journalist's children making a video showing the people what it looks like at what's happening. And at the end of the video, they said, keep us alive. Those two children, their mother, were killed because they were targeted by the IDF. And then it showed video of their father finding out that this had happened. So, like, the contrast is, is you'll also see Israeli troops, like these IDF soldiers, looking gorgeous, got these gorgeous set of acrylic nails, eating their free McDonald's, living up a dream. And then you see a woman talking about the fact that she only has, under, her and her entire family only has a certain amount of water a day because they've cut off water, electricity, uh, supplies, now the internet. Uh, and that a kid stole her water, but she's not mad at him because obviously he's thirsty, but now where the fuck is she going to find some water? So it's like, I keep, we, in the current situation, we keep on seeing this juxtaposition of Israel being so brave and like in this fight, but they are so comfortable in what, in in this fight. And like literally 
folks in Israel saying they are cheering on the bombs and feel so happy to hear these explosions happening on the Gaza Strip. And then you have people in Palestine who are like, I'm probably going to die. So、um, goodbye. I love you.、It's, Listen to my story. Share it with other people. So that's what we're seeing. That's what I am seeing.、Yeah. That is the media that I am seeing about what's going on. I guess, I guess it's my viewpoint has always kind of been when, when you take a, as a kid, it was all about God. But now it's become much more about history, about how do I want to be seen when I die, right? And, like, like I said, as a kid, it was about like, when I die, I get to heaven. How do I want God to judge me? But realizing like, on a longer timeline, I care about what people think about me so much. I care about it like, unto history's annals, right? But like, when you look at this from, from, from that side alone, which side would I rather history see me be rooting for? Yeah.、Uh, and I would much rather, even if I don't agree with the, the, The attack actions, right? Like, the attack actions by a terrorist group funded by Israel. So, like, even if I don't agree with that, I can, it's that thing we were talking about, about nuance before, right? Like, like I apologize if I, I know I can sound less passionate about like, this kind of thing and then be more passionate about other bullshit. It's just, I don't. We all have different things. Yeah, I don't care any <clears throat> less. It's just this one I don't get. Worked up for in the same way, I guess. Like, like I do care. It's just, it, it is. Uh, 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 You're just kind of dead inside. I am a little bit. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to sound like I was, but like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm dead to the issue, I guess. It makes me depressed in an entirely different way. Like, I'm like, what's the next World War Coalition going to look like? Like, who's, yeah. what's, what's teams? Like, who, who, do, we, do we do a weird, like, three sided、mm-hmm. war finally? Is the 21st century the century that we're finally, like, war? But on three sides. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, uh, so, and we are going to do an episode about、oh, ongoing、yeah. wars. So, like, I guess my takeaway from this is that.、Um, I do. I, I just wanted to promise that before we do. No, 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 no. Are we, we kind of at that yeah, point? Yeah, I would say we're kind of at the、yeah. end. I'm, I'm too frustrated to keep talking about it. But、um, major takeaways is. We don't want to sound like Fox News. Major takeaways is that Zionism is a fucking cult. It's not good, but it is not a representation of all Jewish folks. The conflict in Palestine and Israel, it's, no one should be getting hurt, but to focus on what. Hamas did instead of what has been going on this entire time is extremely short sighted and means that we may be saying goodbye to an entire people. Because I think within these three weeks, at least 45 families have been wiped off the registers of the folks left in the Gaza、uh, Strip. So, bear witness to what's happening. If there's anything you can do to lessen what's happening, do that. And it, If something's too complicated, give your balls a tug and read something.、Mm-hmm. Because it, it shouldn't, the Palestinian people shouldn't have to be relying on us doing a little bit of homework to at least push back against funding the Israeli state. Complicated is, is mathematics, where there's a bunch of moving parts and getting one part different is wrong. I don't think statecraft, I don't think politics. Should be complicated and that the solutions should be simple and human, even if they are maybe more nuanced. No, there's a, there's a whole SciShow episode about the Israel, or not SciShow,、uh, Crash Course. There's a Crash、mm-hmm. Course about the Palestine Israeli conflict that came out like eight years ago. Yeah.、Uh, obviously, it's not going to be the most up to date information, but it's going to probably do a better job than even we did in the amount of time we've just been rambling over this. Crash、so、like, Course, honestly, great resource just in general. Stop. 
stop relying on the fact that something is too complicated or the information you're getting is biased to uh, keep you from perpetuating or at least standing by idly while an entire group of people could be disappearing. And if it is too complicated, find a friend that you trust, you know, yeah. like us. Like, that's kind of the, 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 that, oh, sorry, I wouldn't I was, trust me. I wouldn't trust, you know what I mean, though. Like, find somebody that you, you, you believe. You value their take and you feel like they've done, taken the time. But yeah, we do, we would like to talk, have another episode where we talk about uh, current conflicts that are going on. Pat was arguing just ones that were directly American involved, but I would like to also point out the stuff that America is uh, ignoring because that is just as much of uh, an active yeah. choice as actively engaging. Yeah. And I guess, I guess in I meant, my personal I, I opinion. Meant to, I meant to clarify more like the stuff America's covering. Uh, yeah, or, or that we've, fucking we've, wrong. Yeah, no, no. But I do think I think you're right. That's important to cover. Uh, but it's just, if we cover every war going on in the world, I think there's like a hundred and something uh, at any given point because right. there's like bordered conflicts and shit like that. Uh, and also, if y'all love my partner, Corey, just give him a hug uh, because he's been going through a lot dealing with us too. Yeah, I mean, we We're are a lot of work. We are annoying. Uh, we've been making a lot of terrible life choices. Yeah, uh, I've been eating a lot of fiber, so there's a lot more Pat's gas. Farting everywhere, yeah, yeah. everywhere. Um, and I'm bumming Corey out by watching the saddest TikToks possible as we're trying to fall asleep. Yeah. No. But yeah, we also have something that's less sad that's coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do. I mean, the vampire stuff might come out. I think it's gonna go this stuff. Halloween game vampire, or this stuff, first episode of Halloween vampire stuff, and then Halloween game vampire. So it'll be a little confusing. But are you going to do Halloween first, or are you going to do... No, because we're recording the Halloween thing after Halloween. Exactly. But I do have pre-recorded the sort of, here's the vampire, the masquerade setting okay, uh, yeah. uh, uh, thing. Uh, the audio on that's going to be a little rough, but like we learned a bunch of stuff. And uh, you folks are going to get embroiled in Pat and I's own civil war, and it's about whether or not I can bloop. Uh, and what is what is blooping? And blooping is uh, pooping the blood out that you drink as a vampire. And Pat is using a lot of logic and facts and not caring about my feelings. And the rules of the game. Boo! <laughs> rules are meant to be broken. But yeah, and then we're going to do a Halloween game with the Nancy Boys. They're a long-form duo improv group. I've been friends with the two of them for almost the entire time I've lived in Portland. Um, the Nancy boys are brother, you know, like teenage brothers who their parents were, uh, PIs. So now they're PIs and they solve mysteries. So they do an improvised mystery that they solve in about 25 to 35 minutes as an improvisational yeah. performance. It's, it's some, there are some, so th they're going to be playing as the Nancy boys. I'm going to be who more or less who I was in high school. And I'm going to be more or less who I was in high school, but it's also, it's also like if magic was real. Well, obviously, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to be a rock gnome. I'm not actually a rock gnome. I am pretty short, though. I'm going to be a wild magic sorcerer who was fae touched. I was touched by a fae as a child. Uh, um, also, um, Harriet doesn't care about any of you. Hey, Pat. Uh, but she did say thank you so, 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 so much for the catnip. Yeah, uh, from Firemaker. Thank you for, for the catnip. Yes. Harriet, Harriet was very She's good. been going ape shit for that shit. Pat doses her often. She doesn't like me anymore, but she does like it, so that's cool. And and to preemptively answer, we're, we're using games because I actually think there's some fun ways to discuss topics and kind of tell, tell stories in the same way we've been telling them historically in fiction. Uh, and I think the mechanics of a game is also a fun way to do it that's not just like I talk for five hours. Yeah, because Pat talks a lot. Yeah, so. Um, I don't talk a lot at all. 
Um, no, no, no. But yeah, I and I mean, I've been developing a fondness for D and watched Dimension Twenty on Dropout, uh, which is a streaming service that was an offshoot of College Humor, uh, which is really good and it's only like what five bucks a month. I know I'm doing an ad, but that's so silly. But well, the reason it's good is because like they during the writer strike and the acting strike, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna look into what's appropriate for us to do. Like, is playing our little games and recording it appropriate or not?" And well, in the most one of the most prominent D and D players, Brendan Lee Mulligan, straight up ran games for the strikers while they were striking, and they gave out a bunch of free dice as well. And I think they I think they announced that they have their own employee union or something to that effect. More or less, like regardless, like they at least were able to meet all the stipulations of the union. So like that was the way things could happen during the strike was as long as you were meeting all the needs of like SAG-AFTRA and whatever. And like, cause that part of what that is, is also just good. Like, like even if you want to be uh, uh, just fucking blase about it or whatever, or, or I can't remember the word I'm trying to use, uh, but like, uh, whatever, but even loosey goosey. No, no. Even if you're trying to be like, fair. Uh, no, the thing where you're, 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 you're flippant. Yeah, like even if you just want to be flippant about it, it's also like just good PR where it's like, look, we can still do this and we're not even a major studio. But uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that because like I know I'm really good at focusing on depressing things. So it's nice to do something that's more creative. And you were really fun to play with as a DM. Like, like I am I know, a turd. I uh, am a turd. And turds, turds can be fun if they I've, I've played with turds that are just turgent. Like they just want to stink. Turds are fun when it's like like a weird when you're like, hey, I know you have a punch bowl. I just want to be a turd in it. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. There's something there. there, there, there I'm more fun. of a Milky Way. Or I, what was it? What was it? A good day bar? No. A payday? Payday. A payday. There we go. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Ruth. And that's in... Inside my belly. No, that was in... uh, Oh, oh, that was in uh, Goonies. Goonies? I think so. That was that was what the 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 monster like chunk linked. No, but there's the thing where they think it's a poop in the pool, but it was actually a candy bar. Oh, that was Sandlot. I thought. Is that Sandlot? I thought it was. I don't know, man. I don't know. My my movie. Listen. I, I, I had to forget exactly what movie was what and replace it with information about fun. Like, I now know what their opinions are on all kinds of things. All right. Well, so we have a meandering way of saying that. Hey, Corey. Yeah, we're all done. Do you want to say hi and bye, Corey? Hi. Bye. I, no, Pat, Corey, and I make about one person. Moral of the story, uh, thank you so much for listening. We love you very much. Thank you for your patience while it's been taking its time to do more content. I've been ragingly sad, and I'm working on it. And I'm a cripple. Uh, so don't forget to give to everybody according to their need and provide according to your ability. Or whatever the fuck that dude said. <sighs> and then the music starts.
All right, so I'm just gonna. Um, that's what just me sounds like. And now I'm not gonna. My baby loves love. My baby loves oh, love. She's got what it takes. Oh, and I forget to write. how to use it. I didn't spell a bunch of these words right. That's fine. Thank you for picking up recyclables today. Donations to the ACAST streaming service are, of course, always welcomed, but the best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com forward slash recyclables and becoming a patron today. If you can't do that, another great way is by liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast on whatever podcast listening service you use. All right, thanks.